0: Welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast.
1: Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Jason Aldean, right here, on his way to his 23rd number one hit, "Rearview Town." That sounds pretty good, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it's pretty mind blowing, man. I'll be honest with you. It's um, you know to look back and you know, over the years, and, and you know you, you don't really pay attention to to that number very often, and. You know, you just kinda of put your singles out and you know, you cut your albums and put the singles out and then you kinda of look up and you got ten and then fifteen and twenty and now twenty three, it's like it's 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 crazy.
0: Is it just as sweet for the twenty third time coming up here soon as it was the first time around?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is for me. Obviously, that first one's always going to be really special. Um, you know, anytime you experience anything like that for the first time, it's it's really exciting and, and special. But, you know, I kind of look at it from a different place now. It's it's the fact that I've been, uh, you know, kind of been around now for 15 years or whatever it's been, and... and um, you know we've we've kind of been allowed to stick around that long and people still like what we do this this far in the game to me it you know it means as much to me now as it ever did yeah.
0: what do you remember about your first trip to nashville
1: uh my first trip to nashville i, I just remember thinking i have no idea where to go <laughs> like i'm here you know i'm here i'm a singer i want to get a record deal and i have zero idea of where to go or what to you know, who to talk to, what door to knock on, what door not to knock on, where I should play. It was a little overwhelming. And um you know, I, I went home and remember, you know, I just remember going home and just thinking, like, man, I do not know how this is gonna happen. So, you know, I had my band in Georgia and And I just kept playing clubs and playing clubs and trying to get some interest that way and get people to come see what I was doing. And and ultimately that was how I ended up getting to Nashville was my producer, Michael Knox, uh, saw me playing in a bar and uh, brought me to town and and I signed a a songwriting deal here in town.
0: Mm. How much money did you have in your checking account when you got to Nashville?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man... I don't know, not much, not much at all. I remember, you know, I remember when I first moved to Nashville, I would, you know, I would order like a pizza for Mm -hmm. dinner and I would eat like, like a couple pieces and then I'd put it in the refrigerator and I would eat it for like three days for dinner. So (laughs) like just to have dinner for three days or whatever. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on or I'd have a friend come over and we'd split, you know, a $10 pizza. We'd throw in five bucks each and it was you know it's it's hardcore man when you when you come here and you're trying to get everything up and running and and you know not a lot of money and it's uh but man you know i also think that those are the things that that really make you you know appreciate things a lot more when it when it finally does happen and and be thankful and not take it for granted
0: how much is in your checking account now <laughs>
1: Uh, no I don't answer. know. I actually don't know that number either. <laughs> but if I did, I, I probably wouldn't tell you on the air. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're building a house here in Nashville, um, and I know you had a great house before. Are there things you're you're missing about the old place already?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, so our house before was really cool. It, you know, when we bought that place. We honestly never thought we would sell it. So, or you know, we we thought we'd be there. So. We also didn't have two young kids at the time, and as we started having kids, we realized that the house just really wasn't quite set up the way we needed it to be. It, as cool as it was, it just it wasn't really the perfect setup for us. And so I just kind of came home one day and asked Britt, I just said, you know, what do you think about selling this, and really just, let's just go build exactly what we want, and, yeah. and so just kind of be done with it and so she was on board and and so that's what we did you know we started trying to you know went and looked at a bunch of houses trying to figure out what exactly we wanted and and actually put a lot of thought and time into you know making sure we did everything right with this house because we do want to be there from from now like this is our forever home so um you know so we put a lot of time into it and and uh we thought that it may take us longer to sell our house than it did, so we put it up for sale. And then, you know, I was thinking, man, it could take us a year, maybe two years to sell our house. You just never know. And we sold it in like seven months, mm-hmm. and the, and they wanted to close on it in ten days. So I was like, <laughs> I had, basically had like ten days to go find a house and and um, you know, kind of get us situated. And, and Britt was pregnant pregnant with Navy, yeah. so she was due like in the next couple of weeks, and it was it was a little crazy man but uh you know it all worked out and and we uh right now we're renting a a house that's in a neighborhood and and one thing i've learned that i do not want to live in a neighborhood i do know that (laughs) so the one thing i miss about my my old house is we had about 100 i don't know 120 130 acres out there and and so you know a lot of just kind of privacy and you know, now I'm having to deal with like the HOA, and so it's just I am not cut out for neighborhood life, man.
0: I'm just picturing you and the family like on a cul-de-sac right now.
1: It's a great neighborhood. It's just I don't know. I'm just not like I want to get out and ride four wheelers around and like go fishing and all that stuff. It's yeah. Like I don't know, not deal with the HOA.
0: <laughs> you uh, you mentioned Navy uh... born recently so um what's been like the personality traits you've already sort of like recognized with her like what's she like
1: man i'll be honest she is the happiest kid i've ever seen in my life mm. she is one of those that just anytime you you know walk up to her or walk in her room and she's you know wakes up from a nap or she wakes up in the morning or whatever and you just walk in and stick your head over over the into the crib i mean she immediately starts smiling she's got two big dimples you know and and she's just like the happiest kid I've ever seen in my life. So it's it's really I don't know. It's great. She's just kind of like this little this little burst of mm-hmm. sunshine every day, you know, when you when you see her. But she's uh, she's real, she's doing great, man.
0: And then Memphis is uh, is talking more and more. We see a lot of that on social media right now. And and obviously anybody who's been a parent knows that learning toddler ease is not easy because they have their own language they speak, and sometimes what they want gets lost in translation. Um, so has it been tough to sort of understand what he's saying?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, of course, it's it's a little hard, but as parents, you know, you kind of pick up on some things that nobody else really knows what what he's saying. You know, for us as parents, we're like, oh, he's talking about he wants, you know, what, milk or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's you have to pay attention, man, because he's, you know there's sometimes he's talking and he's pretty emphatic about whatever he's saying and i have no clue what he's talking about so um but he's he's doing great too and and uh he is he is all boy man he is yeah. wide open
0: i know he knows how to say go braves at this point right Seriously. we're working on it okay all
1: right we're working on it
0: i mean as a braves fan myself this year uh this season has been so you know fantastic i feel like they're going all the way jason
1: I feel like they got a, a good shot, man. They made, um, you know, made some some deals at the trade deadline to kind of shore up the the bullpen, which was their biggest issue. And and so they're scoring a lot of runs, man. That's part of it. Now they they could just keep the other teams from scoring, though. But you know, that's the other yeah. part of it. So their pitching was struggling a little bit. I feel like they went out and got some of the pieces they need, and mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're looking good, man. So I'm I'm excited. Trust me, I'm a lifelong Braves fan, so I, I love it.
0: And I know you've been to a game already this season, right?
1: Uh, I haven't been to a game this season. I went to the opening night of SunTrust Park, their new stadium. Yeah. I went to the first game there.
0: Well, we got to go. Uh, we still have time. So, oh, um, yeah.
1: If they, if they go to the playoffs, I'm, I'm going, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah.
0: Real quick, as we wrap here, uh, Ride All Night is the tour you're on right now. And in rearview town, obviously, the singles. So when you look at the rearview of all the places you've been across the country with touring, um, I wonder what's changed for you because, I, you know, obviously I, s- I see your social media. And I saw you the other day in Washington at Watershed. I can imagine you've been a- to about every venue there is at this point. But when it comes to traveling, how do you sort of see it now compared to the beginning?
1: Um it's cool, but I think a lot of people probably think that we get to go and, and see all these places and do all these things. And it's like, you know, most of the time we see stuff, it's it's out the bus window, you know, or out, out of the plane window. Um, you know, we typically pull into a town in the morning and, um, you know, kind of get ready for the show. We play the show that night, and then we're rolling by one or two in the morning to go to the next town, you know. So it's right. not like we really have a chance to – you know, stop and and really go sightsee and do all these really cool, fun things like while we're on the road, and um, so that's why it's cool Watershed where we were at the other day. I mean, that's probably one of the coolest venues. Uh, you know, that and Red Rocks is probably the the coolest venues that we've played to where visually you just can kind of sit there and go like, man, this is this is a this is a hell of a view at the office. You know, it's yeah. pretty pretty great. So, um, but uh, but typically, you know, we don't. I think people probably feel like we, you know, get to see a lot more things than we actually do. Uh we see them, you know, usually going about 75 miles an hour though. So
0: Look forward to seeing you on the road again soon, Jason. Thank you for the time.
1: All right, I appreciate it, Cody. Thanks, Ray.
0: For- this has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.